0: Welcome back everyone to another Ghost Station episode. Woo woo.
1: It is another beautiful week. We should have like a theme song we record. Yeah, together. we
0: should. And then use it instead of the actual song that plays in the beginning. Yeah. We'll get on that guys. But um <laughs> welcome back, guys. Station thirty, the big three zero. We've been doing this now for thirty weeks. So we've been doing it for more than half a year. Because half a year would be twenty six weeks. Oh my
1: god, you're right. That's crazy. That is crazy dedication
0: dedication and once we hit covid (laughs) once we hit 52 weeks you know what we should celebrate episode 52 because even though it's a weird number it technically is one year of recordings one year so episode 52 is going to be a party
1: it'll be a first birthday party yeah we'll we'll do something
0: special for that day i don't know what but we'll think of something
1: we'll do a a cake smashing photo shoot
0: Mm.
1: that's what babies do we'll think of something anyway
0: welcome back everyone today we're going to be talking about Um, What are we talking about today, Keshwar?
1: Today, we are talking about something that I have been having a lot of conversations about. Um, And I think, uh, like, I've seen YouTube videos about this. I've seen other podcasts Mm -hmm. about this. And I think a huge, huge amount of the population suffers this. It is imposter syndrome.
0: I love it. I love it. I think everybody either deals with it or has dealt with it. I don't think there's anybody in the world that, you know, is unexperienced with yeah. imposter syndrome. It seems like it's such a common thing these days. And the more you get to know somebody and you talk to them, especially in the workplace, yeah, you notice a lot of your coworkers deal with it too.
1: Yeah. And that's our, our I mean, that's our stage in life right now, but I think imposter syndrome affects all aspects of life. Like, um... There's so many videos and things about like even parenthood being you know like parents having a hard time and having imposter syndrome and um like Arya said professional life personal life with families um there's a lot I think in all aspects of your life you can find it if you face it, um, but I think I think everyone aims to eradicate it and so that brings us to the first question which is Arya, what do you define as imposter syndrome?
0: Okay. Imposter syndrome, I think, is when you feel like in your job or in whatever role it's regarding to that you are not as good as the people around you think you are or um, are expecting you to be. Mm -hmm. You feel as though you're inadequate for the job. You don't have the skills. You don't have the knowledge and you feel like you have expectations to have those things, but you don't have those things.
1: Yeah. I think like you are, you feel like you are not enough based on expectations and here's the funny thing though, like based, this is, and I think this is why we decided like we wanted to talk about it was a lot of the time it's your expectations and that's the number one thing Mm -hmm. to realize. I think we put it mentally as like it's everyone else's expectations and not saying that it's not like you get those you learn what is expected from others. Right. But I think it's your perception and what you put on yourself for whether or not you are enough. And I think that's the like if you talk to any therapists or psychologists, um, a lot of them define the root cause of almost all the problems we have, whether it's depression or anxiety or any of those things, the root cause is not feeling enough. Like, if you were to be honest with yourself, you just don't think you are enough.
0: Yeah. And so... It's a difficult thing to combat, too, right? Like, once you start feeling that way, like, what can you do to make yourself feel better? It can be tough.
1: Yeah. So, it's funny because the story is when you're born in this world, you never feel that you're not enough. Like, human babies are never born Wondering if they're good enough or not, right? Like, you, you never question if you're a good enough baby. Maybe they do. No, they don't. Okay. You've never, you've never seen a baby been like, oh, am I walking okay? Am I, like, babbling okay? Am I eating okay? It's like...
0: My babbling is subpar. A
1: subpar. <laughs> like, am I having your boob milk okay? No, they don't care. It's what works for them, and if it doesn't work for you, too bad. Mm-hmm. In fact, most of our parents work to make you happy as a baby they're working around you meeting your expectations making sure you're the one who's happy with things. but then you learn these things as you get older you learn that you need to be really good in school you learn you need to have really good friends you learn that one day you'll need to have your own family and in order to be a good family member you need to have certain responsibilities and learn certain things as a child um, and skills to know and if you're not good at those then I remember literally my grandma being like one day when you have a house and a family, and if you have a husband and you can't clean and cook, you're never gonna do well. And I know, I know, Ooh, I know. It's like I,
0: you are never going to do well
1: because I hated cleaning at that age. And what child, like, I mean, no, actually, if you're if I have you, a there's other children who like it, I
0: have a question because you do clean a lot nowadays. Yeah, do you like cleaning, or is this just something that's been like drilled into you now. Well,
1: it's funny, because now that I have my own place, and ever since, like, I started living on my own, I always liked having a clean space that way and making sure it worked well. We live together, and now I'm the one who tries to make things, you know, let's clean up and this and that. But it... It's also because I'm conditioned that way. Like, I, I subconsciously know that, you know, all those years of drilling in my head that you have to make sure your house is clean. And that I guess, like, yeah, if we have guests and stuff, I freak out. I don't freak out, but I, like, I'm like, oh, yeah, we need to have the houses a
0: clean right. space. Yeah. Well, I mean, you're right. Because, you know, tonight, for example, I'm having a friend over. Yeah. And even last night, I was like, you know what? I should vacuum this place before my friend comes over. I should probably take out the garbage in the bathroom. I should probably wash the dishes.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, and so those are things that you do because of others, but that's not the point. The point is that you have these expectations that you're told about, and then you make a story in your head, right? So then now I have a story in my head that if I'm not cleaning and this and that, then I'm not doing good enough to manage a house. Forget when I have kids, God forbid, that's a whole other story. Um, but those are expectations. And so specifically recently i've noticed it and I, I think i've always noticed it with work right like um i used to have it with school a lot of, like ever since i was a kid mm. i've always had imposter syndrome of like um do i deserve to be from like the moment i got into university like do i deserve to be in this program like some people are not as good and then some people are and then it's like a back and forth conversation you have in your head where you'll see somebody's work that's so interesting yeah, like I, I never see, had that with school. Oh, I did. Well, I was in a creative program, so it was, it was never like here's the answer, figure it out. It was like here's, here's mm. a question. All of you have different answers, and then you're comparing everyone's answers to each other. And and they're finding, very subjective. Yeah, and they are. They're wow. very.
0: That's true. I didn't think of it that way. I guess my program was more analytical, <laughs> more you know logical. Like there is a correct answer in most courses. Yeah. And I was usually getting that correct answer pretty quickly, so I never felt like. But
1: I mean, people have that all the time. I remember, like, even when you're getting into school, like you're choosing a school. People are like, "Do I deserve to be in this school?" Like, we have a university. Oh, I wouldn't in know. I
0: didn't get into the school I wanted.
1: So <laughs>
0: <laughs> I don't have imposter syndrome. I already know I wasn't good enough.
1: I mean, that's funny because I did the same thing university of waterloo was like architecture and i didn't even bother
0: <laughs> oh i bothered and university of waterloo was like no sir you shall not enter
1: <laughs> i didn't even bother i was like that's not something i'm even gonna try for i'm not gonna waste my money and time um and it was fine but the funny thing is like i got into all my universities except for one uh, which was stupid anyways uft
0: but goddamn uft
1: i (laughs) I mean they didn't even have any requirements they had the least amount of requirements like write an essay and the person who got in from our program was like this one guy who wrote an essay about Mm. why he was writing the essay so it's pretty random
0: they were out of the world weird i actually did not get into most of my schools that i applied to a lot of them were either rejected waitlist or you know we're not gonna get you into the program you want but here's another program that's kind of similar but not really that's so funny i'm just like fuck you i don't oh sorry <laughs> F you, I don't want that. <laughs> I want what I signed up for. Well,
1: that's good. So there we go. That's a perfect example of a story you tell yourself, right? Like you were like, whatever, I don't care. Me on the other hand, my mom literally <laughs> This is so bad. But as soon as I didn't get like early acceptances and she came with me because I had to take interviews and tests and stuff for my acceptance. Right. Um she came with me and she asked the school. She's like, "What's the rate of acceptance?" And they'd be like, "You know, we have like 3,000 applicants and we only accept like 100, which is like, can for apply to colleges right now? <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's funny.
1: And I did. And I got into the colleges so fast, like ridiculously fast. They were like, here you go. We like, they call me nonstop. So it was just really funny. It's perception. And that's what imposter it's syndrome really boils down to. So you
0: didn't get any early acceptances? Oh, no. Not a single Abs- one? No. I got one. I didn't. I got one from the University of Ottawa. And just the fact that they gave me an early acceptance kept me loyal to them as my number one option. That's so funny. Till the very end. Even though I got other better schools accepted <laughs> me like after that point, I was always like, no. University of Ottawa, man, they saw something in me from the start. That's <laughs> funny. I didn't go there in the end, but... <laughs>
1: they are a lot of um, good scholarships. But... Yeah.
0: The the whole... The campus was really cool, too. Yeah. Whatever. Just great. Anyway. Great school, I think. I've never been, but...
1: So off topic. But when you are dealing with this it's the first thing to analyze is the dialogue in your head like where is it coming from and so understand that it's your perspective because there's there's people in your position who have been in your shoes not maybe like in every sense of the way but like someone has If they haven't been in your exact company, in your exact role, Mm -hmm. they've been in another company in the exact same role. Um, You think you're starting a new business. Someone else has started a new business. Someone else has been a mother. Someone else has dealt with things in a way that you're dealing with them. And we forget that often. We think we're the only ones dealing with it. Or we assume that the challenges that we're facing are not being faced by the other people in our situations. Like, they make it look easy, especially with social media and stuff. Mm -hmm. And so... I think the story you start to tell yourself is really impactful towards your your thought process of this and then your expectation of yourself. So I've personally been facing it a lot. Like in my last job I did, I faced it immensely. Um, and I faced it immensely when I first started this job because I started a job where I wasn't...
0: It was almost like a career change. It
1: was, it was a, like I didn't even... I don't even know. I, I mean, I'm a designer. I'm a creative. And then all of a sudden, they're like, marketing. And I was like, I was offered this simply because I was, in their eyes, really good at everything else. So they're like, this should be something you can transition into. And they didn't care that I didn't have the education for it. They were like, we love your personality. We love what you do. Come be with us. And to me, that was mind-blowing because I didn't see that. I, I was like, what mm-hmm. are you talking about? Like
0: They saw something in you.
1: Right. And so a lot of us don't see what others see in us. And- It's funny because I talked to another um, co-worker and she's actually in a level, like a very high level of managerial position. And every time I talk to her, she feels like I'm not doing good enough. And I'm like, are you crazy? Like, I see her and I see her trying her very best. I see her always like being so outspoken in the good way, managing things, really, really great, impactful memory. Like all these positive things and I'm not like dismissing that she has her downfalls too, but I, in my mind, I never see them as anything wrong, right? Mm-hmm. But in her, every time I talk, she's like, and she literally told me, she's like, I don't see what you see. Can you actually like write it out for me? Because I, I genuinely don't. And I talked to her and I was like, you're, you put a lot of pressure on yourself. And it was funny because as soon as I said that, I realized it about me. And so this week, I started facing something where I actually switched the story, started telling myself and it was not like, it wasn't like all of a sudden me, I just changed it. But we hired somebody who was taking one of the positions I was doing and I was talking to her and I was training her and I've only been in this job for like this specific role for like five or six months now. Mm -hmm. And all all of a sudden, like I was hiring her, I was training her um, well, that was like what I was technically brought on to do, right? Figure out this job role, and then as I was doing it with her, I was like, "Yeah, you know, like you're doing great. You're gonna figure it out." Um, and she's like, "Yeah, you you do so good. Like I'll I'll get to the point where you're at," and I was like, "What point am I at?" <laughs> <laughs> I just like didn't understand what she was talking about, and then I was like, "Yeah, fake it till you make it." And she's like, "You're you do so good. Like you're faking it really good then," and I was like, "What?" me like so i just like at that moment i was like oh my god wait like if i could teach her all these things i do know something i learned a lot that means right right and it just like shifted that whole thing of like yeah i don't know everything i still have like so much to learn but Mm. wow i actually know a lot
0: you know what this reminds me of it's like It's like when I grow my beard out gradually, you don't (laughs) notice a difference. But then as soon as I cut it back down to a reasonable length, you're like, wow, you look so different.
1: Yeah, it takes me like a full day to... It's like the
0: same thing with like imposter syndrome. You're slowly, gradually learning more and getting better at your role. Yeah. But you don't see that. You still see yourself as when you first started as somebody who doesn't really know what's going on.
1: And so I think the reason a lot of us, especially in work, we face it is... Because there's a never-ending list of growth points that you need, right, to get to the next level. Yeah. So in order to do this, you need to now learn this, this, this. You need to be able to do this. You need to lead this person. You need to talk to that person. You need to know about this process. And you don't. A lot of us don't. like, And so then you're focusing on everything you don't know that you're pretending to know that you have to know and you're not good at knowing Without taking a minute to step back and thinking of every single thing you do know, everything you didn't know a few months ago, everything that you took the initiative to learn about, that you t- like you, you had to know about all of a sudden, and you did. And we forget that. We like block that out, and we only focus on what we have to do coming up, right? Like the future. Right. And then you tell yourself you're not good enough, that other people are looking up to you, that you need to be able to do this. And... You don't need to do anything to be enough. Like as you are as a person, you are enough to to be good enough. Like whatever anyone else thinks, it doesn't matter because at the end of the day, you can find another job and you can do a bunch of different things that'll like, you know, grow and make you better. But the only opinion that truly matters that really shines above everyone else's is yours. And I think we, mm, yeah. I forget that. I've personally forgotten that. And it's only when you get kind of a glimpse from another person's perspective that you really reevaluate it a lot of the time for us yeah um so you know steps that you could possibly take is understand what you have imposter syndrome over and don't overwhelm yourself because like we have imposter syndrome over a lot of things for example this podcast right like it's not it's not like a high-blown podcast or anything exactly like when... it's
0: the number one podcast in the yes. world
1: but when we first started it wasn't um so... Yeah. <laughs> so it took a while to get okay with like yeah um <laughs> my story i i have there's a space for me to speak right like a lot of us face that fear where it's like do i even have the right to speak and share my story we're told a lot of times that you don't have a safe space to speak um and then you don't want to speak and you tell yourself that sort of i'm not good enough to say what i Mm. think that's a small example but that's a huge that
0: the way i see it if anybody can make an instagram account and post pictures of their life then anybody can make a podcast and talk about whatever they want to talk about you don't have to listen to it it's like a it's like a. It's like a Twitter page, you know? Yeah. You don't have to follow it. Don't follow it if you don't care.
1: No, I know. But it's, that's the whole thing. It's not what anyone else thinks. It's what you think. Yeah. Right? So you're telling yourself that story. Yeah. So you have to switch that script in your head. So once you analyze that, this is the story I'm telling myself. Like, oh my God, I repeatedly think that I suck at writing okay like that's an example like I'm really I'm really bad at writing I don't write like something small I don't write good emails or whatever right if you could then take that and take a step back and be like okay well where was I I don't know five months ago a year ago with this email writing business and it's like whoa like look at if you have physical examples you can look at whether it's like pictures or like documents or like um recordings anything that you can look at from the past and Mm -hmm. kind of analyze that you all of a sudden have a perspective shift where you're like oh my god i sucked ass when i was like (laughs) six months ago and now i'm all of a sudden so much better and so hold up you know I'm making a difference, and I'm trying my best, and I'm learning, and then that story in your head is like, instead of like, I'm not good enough, it's like, I'm getting better, I'm getting better, I'm trying, I'm getting better, I'm trying, I'm getting better, so when someone tells you like, hey, do you know this, you're not like nervous about not knowing, you're like, I don't, but I'm really good at learning things, and I can learn it for you, and I can figure it out, and get back to you about it, right, and that's something I've been doing, like, I don't know things, and in the beginning, I'd be like, yeah, I'll do it because i get nervous right? i be like yeah. i had that expectation of like i have to know it if i'm in this role i have to know it. i have to do it and now i'm like i've done research i'm like that one job i have is like five different people's job yeah and they're all specialized in their jobs so how the hell am i supposed to jump in here and be like specialized in mm-hmm. five jobs
0: i understand it's stressful yeah i face that at my work too where it's like we work with so many different tools and softwares that i'm sort of i feel like i'm expected to know all of them mm-hmm. but they're all kind of relatively different jobs Like, what I do, I know the tools I need for what I do. Yeah. But then when somebody asks me a question that's slightly outside of, like, where I'm supposed to be, I'm like, oh, I I don't know.
1: And then you feel guilty about that. So, we associate, like, a feeling of guilt with it. And that's not fair to put on yourself because you can't know everything. And it's okay to say, like, I'm not sure. Mm -hmm. But then you can always make steps. So, in order to feel like you're actually moving forward, put those actions in space, like you're not good at writing emails, well, how do you get better? Do you, do you, like, you know, learn new words? Do you go online and search for email structures that help you get better? Do you make templates for yourself? Like, what is it you're doing so you get over this feeling of not feeling good enough? And then implement them, because that's the only way you can get there from the point of feeling not good enough. I think you, like, repeat the same cycle again and again and again, and that's when you're actually an imposter, because you're not getting better. You're not trying and you're not um, proving anyone. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. So I think everyone faces it. And I think it's sh- it, like, it's not something we should technically be facing. Cause we should feel like we're good enough in everything we do and understand that like, all we need to do is learn things instead of like believing that we have to inherently know everything because I know it's the age of the internet. And like, everyone always says like there's so much competition and the new generation is so much smarter and knows everything and blah bitty, blah 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 but you're a human and your brain has only so much capacity yeah. and it's better to know what you know and share what you know than pretend to not to pretend to know something and then feel really guilty about not knowing it and then stressing out about over committing to something and that's when you'll fail and then you'll actually propel that like imposter syndrome because you're like I failed at doing it so obviously I'm pretending and failing and being an imposter and that story goes on in circles and circles. But another thing you can do and I think it's not necessarily something I've ever really heard, but it's like actually a way to help yourself is helping others. That's, That's true. true. So like by me telling my coworkers, hey, I see you, I hear you, you're actually really good when they're stressed, like I send writer messages and I say like you know I really appreciate things and you're really good at what you do um and all those things and sometimes it just like makes their day but you know and I don't expect it in return I don't usually get it but that means that if they ever hear me being tired or if I'm like I'm really burnt out they take the time to then make me feel better and they're like you know, you're doing a really good job. You've done so much over the last few weeks. Like it may not seem like a lot, but you've actually, you know, really helped dance. us a lot or whatever. And then all of a sudden I'm like, okay. And I know you shouldn't technically need anyone else's validation, but it does help because we're human creatures and we like socialization and we need like approval, approval in a way. Um,
0: we crave
1: approval. Yeah. But the number one approval you need to work on is yourself and being okay with what you do and being okay with, Figuring out a solution that works for you in a way that works for you and that being enough without having to compare yourself um, to the solution that you expected in your head or mm-hmm. that you think someone else accepts, expects from you. Because a lot of the time you're making that up. And a lot of time they don't always tell you exactly what they want, but you and your head are like blow it out of proportion. That's something I face. I don't know if Arya faces it as much as I do. I like I, I like blow those expectations to the ceiling. And I'm like, they expect all this from me. Mm. And then he's like, they expect the bare minimum.
0: <laughs> me? I, I think they expect the bare minimum? Yeah. I in don't certain know. Things. In I, certain think, things. I think our positions are so different because you're kind of like in a one man team. Yeah. So it, it really might, I, <laughs> I imagine, <am> the team. <laughs> you are the team. So I imagine in a lot of ways it does feel that way. But for me, I'm just one developer out of, you know, like three dozen. So yeah. whenever I don't know something, I'm just like, you know, sorry, I I don't work with that tool. But, you know, maybe you should try asking so-and-so. So Mm -hmm. So I don't really, yeah, I don't know.
1: I think it's in, in different things. But it's just funny that it's the personality you have as well to go hand in hand with it. All in all, saying that it's a real thing. like Your mental process is all that needs to change to really emotionally shift how you're connecting to this thought process, right? Like, if you were to change one thought process and then work on that being changed and then the next one and change that one and slowly work your way there, you slowly start to change the way you perceive it. And so now, like, after this past week, I've actually, I'm like, I did a lot. Like, I felt so burnt out because I did, like, back to back to back to back to back things. And then I was like, I'm done. And it's like been a whole, if you like listen to our boundaries episode, all these different things, like I have set them now and I understand them and I know I'm not wrong for doing it the way I'm doing it. Like, it Mm -hmm. doesn't matter what anyone else thinks. This is what I need for myself and it'll shift and change. But for now, like that's all it is. And you kind of stick to it.
0: Yeah, I
1: agree. So if you're facing imposter syndrome and you're in a space or a place where you think that. You're alone. Take a moment to like breathe in, breathe out, and be like, you know,
0: it's another human
1: has been here, and as long as no one's dying, we're okay.
0: We're okay, and you know what? You don't have to know everything.
1: You don't. And, and it's okay
0: to learn slowly.
1: Yeah, at your own pace. At your
0: own pace, you know.
1: Don't compare it try, to anyone else. Try else's. to
0: become aware of the things you are good at. Yeah. And the things List that... List
1: it out. List out everything yeah. you're good at. Like, honestly, if you were List to physically... Out your strengths. Put it down on paper and see or internet or whatever you want to put it down on. Reddit. Reddit.
0: No, don't um, put it on Reddit, they'll slaughter you.
1: Um, just put it on Word and or your notebook <laughs> and just write down like if you take a second and you write down everything you feel you fail at, like if you're like, I'm really bad at running fast, I'm I feel like a I don't know, you're on a fucking track team and you feel like you're a failure on that track team. Write that down, and then write down everything you do to actually overcome that. And if that li- if you see that on the list, and you're like, oh my god, I actually do a lot, or maybe you actually look at the list and you'd be like, there's a reason I feel this way because I'm not doing anything to beat it. And so then add to the list of like what you should do. So make a list where you're writing what you feel the imposter syndrome about, and then next to it, write everything you do do that's bomb diggity to make yourself feel you know, get out of that imposter syndrome and feel like you're worthy of it. Mm -hmm. Um, And then write down things that you can, if you aren't doing enough of the stuff you want to be doing, then write down a third list of things you can implement to get out of that imposter syndrome and understand that it's a process. It takes time. It doesn't happen like overnight for most people, even though we see success stories all the time. Like, you know, it takes effort. It takes time. It takes failures.
0: Rome wasn't built in a day.
1: Yeah. I like Red Bull's ad, Um, but they have an ad about that. Yeah, oh, like Rome was built in a day. Red Bull, Um, Red Bull, so cool.
0: (laughs) You know they own like three soccer teams. Yeah, Red Bull New York, Red Bull. They own like one in Germany and one in Austria. I think
1: that's crazy. That is crazy, right? Um, And then they
0: trade players in between their own teams. (laughs)
1: Anyway, so cool. We're on a soccer tangent here, which is (laughs) Argus, one of his favorite topics. Um, But yeah, we hope that this helps you feel a little less alone, you know, and that you get a chance to sit down, work on your own thoughts, figure out that the feeling of not being enough is not true. And faking it till you make it is not a bad idea. Fake it till you make it. Because the little lies, like I am good enough, I am doing my best. Even if you don't necessarily like think of that right away, just repeating that thought process really helps. And then you eventually start to believe it because you're like, I am good enough. I am doing my best. It's also
0: okay to ask for help
1: like the little trick yeah yeah yeah.
0: it's totally okay to just mess with somebody and be like hey like could you show me how to do this and then you know it might take once or twice or three times and then you learn
1: oh my god I'm like I love doing that and I know people who are like why don't you just google it I'm like why would I spend hours googling something I know you know why can't you just help me I know right like I just always hated that I was like because I know you know it like it depends it.
0: it depends on I think on the caliber of the question Like, we have this a lot in in my field where somebody might ask you a silly question. You're like, come on, buddy. Like, if you just Googled it, like, the first result would have been the answer. But then sometimes the question is, like, a little more complicated than what a Google search can give you.
1: Yeah, and sometimes you never know. People just don't think the same way you do. So, point point being, don't feel bad about asking for help. Do it. You're not alone in any form of the word alone because, you know, you have yourself. You are enough. And Everyone is on their own journey. Everyone needs to get better. Everyone, if you read books, like, there are so many women and men who are in top-level positions, like CEOs who feel like they're imposters. So, if you feel like you're an imposter,
0: welcome to the club. Welcome to the club. Cool kids club.
1: Yeah. But, you know, you are enough. You're awesome at what you do, at the part you're at in life, and... You can't compare someone else to your journey and their expectations of your journey. It's all about your own expectations, managing them, managing other people's expectations of you, and setting your boundaries, boy and girl, boys and girls.
0: Boys and girls, yeah.
1: Yeah. Well. Uh, Any last words to add there?
0: No last words from me. Thank you, everyone, for listening. We really hope that you learned something. Maybe you got some comfort. Yeah. Got some comfort from hearing that maybe you're not the only one that deals with this, and everybody deals with this, and it's okay to deal with this.
1: And you get 1% better.
0: That's right.
1: Because that's all that you can do. 1% makes a huge difference.
0: All right, kiddos. We'll catch you next week. Have a great week.
1: Ciao. Bye. Bye.